Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. My winter nights are taken up by static stress and holiday shopping traffic. But I close my eyes and I'm somewhere else just like magic. It's Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome to the program, Mark Cox, Carl Middleman, Bo Matthews. Why, why are we playing Taylor Swift? Because of the conversation you and I had the other day. Oh, you remember those conversations? It, that she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> you must be like a radio producer. You don't forget anything. Yeah, you've known her since what? Oh my gosh, since before she was Taylor. Well, that sounds weird. Before she was the superstar she is today. How about that? Yes. And so I was asking Bo, because I was thinking of getting my own Christmas tree, cut it down myself, and so Bo put a poll up on his Facebook page. Uh, Yeah, we got the results, brother. Well, Bo, not everyone can get a tree like they did in Christmas Vacation. And yes, I'm willing to bring my own saw so we don't have to do that. But Mark, Mark could never get a real tree growing up. Yeah, the pine allergy is a real thing. Uh, Growing up, my mother used to get very ill around Christmas every year, and we couldn't figure out why. And ultimately, we realized it's because we were bringing a live tree into the house. We knew she was allergic to grass, uh, but she's also was allergic to pine. So we've had a fake Christmas tree for years. This this allergy thing uh, changed Christmas uh, for us, and probably for a lot of other people. Uh, there are Meert Tree Farm. Uh, that's M E E R T was one answer. All Felts in Oakdale, Illinois, is another one. Um, but I guess there's some around here. Eckert's, I think, do, does them as well. Uh, Pea Ridge Christmas Tree Farm, uh, they've been doing that for a long time out there. Danikin Tree Farm in uh, in Pocahontas, Illinois. So if you're looking to cut down your own, there's some options for you. Uh, but I thought that was a good survey. And a yeah. lot of people chimed in, too. Yeah, that that's uh, that is good to know. And I mean, again, we haven't shopped for a live one in many, many years. So. Yeah, and we're talking cutting your own down. Of course, you can buy live trees from the Boy Scouts or mm-hmm. Lowe's even does that. Um, but again, we haven't done it in a long, in a long time either. Sullivan Farms uh, Christmas trees in Baldwin. I guess they have uh, you know trees grown right there. So anyway, there's a couple of ideas for you. Good, uh, good to know. Uh, you know, uh, coming up a little later uh, on Second Member Radio on the Great Outdoors, we're going to talk about. 
the great outdoors. We're going to talk about places you can go and book fishing trips that's only a couple hours away and, uh, how, you know, all the details on what you need to know about getting that done and uh, maybe just going to the resort and hanging out, which would be ideal. Uh, so we're going to have a guest. Uh, Phil Lilly's going to join us a little later uh, in the program. And, and we can't let the, the show go by this week without um, acknowledging the loss of one of our members of law enforcement oh, man. this week. It was so tragic. And this, this accident in the line of duty, uh, Antonio Valentine, who was a, a, deck, a combat veteran, had just retired from the military uh, where he was still serving, uh, has been on the St. Louis County Police Force, I think, since 2007. Seven, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just heartbreaking. And, and, you know, a number of charities in town that help our first responders. Later in the show, we're going to talk to the folks at Responder Rescue and Pat Byrne. We were able to help them out recently with a nice raffle. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll talk more about that with him and how much we raised. And and the fact that they're, they're, they help families just like the Valentine family. He's got a couple of kids. It's just it's just terrible. Chasing bad guys, and yes. uh, and it, it, this happens, and it's not a job that many people have to deal with or have a thought in your head when you leave in the morning, oh, will I make it home tonight, uh, is not a, a common question for somebody in radio or plumbing or electricians. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, it's it's so dangerous. Uh, you're yeah, hearing it more so, and more. So many, we've lost so many members of law enforcement this year. I, I think I read the other day, I forget how many it was, but I think they're approaching maybe a record this year. Yeah. around the country so that's that's heartbreaking and our condolences to the family of antonio valentine detective well so. the uh, show is second amendment radio and the great outdoors and uh, it has been so good i heard mark on your morning show that uh, you went to see dr green this week <laughs> i did have an appointment uh, <laughs> you know, things did not go as well as i would have liked but uh, anytime you can get 65 70 degree weather in the middle of december uh, you need to do that. Well, and I think it's a great way to get outdoors <laughs> yeah. and do that, with, especially with this weather. So you saw Dr. Green. I thought of my buddy Brian, who is Dr. Stream uh, from Stream <laughs> Adventures. He has been on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors before. But uh, he texted me on Tuesday. He had a, a client that he took out, and these monster fish he's pulling out of whatever waterway. Uh, but And he's on the river now. In his new motorized boat, and I say that because he's got a new motor in his boat. Of course, it was motorized before. Brian, uh, Dr. Stream, how, uh, that sounds like a urologist. Maybe I shouldn't make that joke. <laughs> how you doing, Brian? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not get my doctorate yet. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> where, where are you right now? I am on the big river in Jefferson County. Yeah, and how's it going so far? Um, uh, so far, it's been pretty slow. I'm still trying to figure them out. Uh, I'm waiting, waiting for the my client to show up. Uh, so I'm just kind of hanging out relatively close to the boat ramp. Well, Stream Adventures has been doing this a long time. Let, let's go back to Tuesday then, and the pictures that you sent me from the lady you said is like a schoolgirl screaming and yelling and hollering and laughing when she catches a fish. Oh, she is just such a blast to fish with, uh, and and. Just she she's a fisherman. She she didn't put down that pole for nothing. And when she gets one on, I don't care if it's two inches or two pounds, they're all just as exciting. And uh, yeah, she caught that the the bigger one uh, in the picture I sent you. That that was uh, almost eighteen inches uh, for a smallmouth. That's you're getting into some pretty good size. There. Yeah, no kidding. We saw that picture. That was impressive. And uh, no. I've, I've had her out before, and she has caught bigger ones than that, but you'd have never known it. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Reaction to that fish. <laughs> uh, uh, jiggle your ear. He's got, he's got the Bluetooth thing. Jiggle your Bluetooth a little bit. It's hard to hear you. Um, oh, you know what? The wind the wind kicked up a uh, little bit. I'll, I'll have to keep my head. Okay, no worries, bit. no worries. But you got the new motor in, in the boat, and, and this is actually, you know, when a lot of people are scrambling in the spring and the summer to go fishing, uh, Brian says winter fishing and fall fishing is his best. And why is that, Brian? Well, the the, the fish kind of they're, they're smaller areas that they that they can tolerate. So, okay. uh, in a stretch of stream, and I always call it the mile rule. Uh, every fish for a mile is going to be in an area about a couple hundred yards during the winter, uh, and they they all, they'll migrate to that and they'll stay there all winter long, and they don't eat as much as they do in the summer. But if you're there when they do eat. You're there when all of them are. <laughs> That's good thinking. And you need Dr. Stream to find those spots, right? So you get, you know where well, these honey holes are. There's a lot of time goes into, like even today right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on a piece of water that, that I haven't been on in a while. And right now I'm documenting where logs are because this time of the year the, the water's a lot clearer too. And so I can see where logs are, and hopefully they'll be there this spring. Uh, you know, it just depends on what Mother Nature does to the stream. But uh, there's certain areas where it's nice to know that there's something there before you put your boat on top of it. Heck, yeah. And the water's down uh, really bad right now. It is very low. And fortunately, you know, this is a, a jet boat. So I need about an inch and a half of water to run. Uh, I may have to get a run at it, but I can generally get through it. <laughs> <laughs> Making some noise along the way, huh? A little bit. Uh, I tell you what, this new motor—it's a four-stroke. It's—it's quiet. It is just a pleasure to drive. Uh, I, I, I wish I could have done it years ago, but it was—it was hard to pull the trigger on the price. You know? I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Brian from Stream Adventures loves to fish this time of the year, and actually, it was January of this year that we had about a 50-degree day coming up in the forecast. He goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" I said, "Nothing." He goes, "You want to go fishing?" And we did, and we had a blast. He, he took he took me. It's almost like you you stock the fish in those parts of the stream for me because we didn't get skunked for sure. And I hadn't fished in a long time, even though I've got a little pond. But uh, even my casting skills to Doctor Stream you did, here. You did good. Yeah, you yeah. Did good. I, I I did not have any opportunities to make fun of you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may need a, a a Mark and Bo day on Brian's boat here coming I like up. It. You, know you know what, what I'm saying? That that would be. A, and I tell you what, it would. We we can make that happen. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like. I mean, I got to tell you, I've looked at the extended forecast for the month of December, and it looks like we're going to get halfway through the month. And and really not see anything below freezing for a while. So hold on, are you uh, battling Dave Murray and what he forecast for? No, I'm just looking. You know what? I'm looking at the app on my phone. I know he doesn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put him out of work, man. That's right. I think I I talked to a meteorologist about that one day, and um, and and her answer to me was. Oh, you're talking about the crap app. That's what she calls it. <laughs> oh. They they hate those because because it only looks at one model, and they you know they they'll tell you they look at multiple models. So so what they do is more exact than the crap app. I I don't know. That's crazy. That's all I got. Uh, well, the, the thing about the crap app is that it updates every thirty seconds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that line next time, Brian. That's great. Well, I, I do want to uh, mention uh, on Monday when I talked to uh, Brian on the phone, uh, he I don't know why. 
I mean, I've known the man for years, and all of a sudden, he's, now he wants to be a, 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 a influencer, he, and he's telling me, I want to rig my boat up with cameras, I want to do a podcast, but not talk about just fishing, Mark, you'll love this, he wants to talk politics and fishing. Do they go together, really? Well, of course. <laughs> no, absolutely. They can. Know? They can. You can make him go. He to, wants to he wants well. us to be his first guest. So <laughs> I think we're I think we're booking a fishing trip, Brian. Are you good with that? Well, no, I'd be fine with it. I tell you what, it, 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 the conversations you have in the boat, and that that is I gotta tell you, probably the thing I love catching fish, don't get me wrong, and I love watching my customers catch fish. I'd rather do that than anything. But the thing that, that sticks with me the most is the conversations we have. And it can be, you know, all walks of life. And when you're fishing, it's just, it's casual. You're not judging. You're just, you're, you're, you're just talking. And you get the, I, I think you get some honesty. Uh, and you certainly have the ability because you're, you're kind of disarmed. Uh, where opinion's not as, as important when you're in the boat. <laughs> Brian, Brian, have you ever been tempted to throw somebody out of that boat? I'm going to ask before I go. Uh, you know what? Uh, I've had a couple. I've had a couple people that were not as pleasant as others, but I've never had anybody that 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 was unpleasant. Um, Outstanding. Everybody, because you're having fun. I mean, yeah. this is this is the you know, I mean, it's seven, almost seventy degrees in December. The sun's out. The water's beautiful. Uh, now I haven't caught a fish yet, but I'm content. Because <laughs> <laughs> a bad day fishing is better than a good oh, day at work. I actually just had a bite when I said that. Wow, <laughs> nice. The, nice. The stars are lining up. All right, be careful on your trip today, brother. Enjoy the weather, and uh, and we will talk again soon. And and I got to tell you, your uh, your Facebook page uh, needs updating. Uh, so you're oh, you're not much I'm of an influencer. The last one. I am bad at that. I'm gonna need. I'm definitely gonna need to find somebody to help me with the, that. The last post was uh, November 2019, and it was. Oh, oh it, no. yeah. So it was pre-COVID. Well, and I got to tell you, oh, that's not a fish. Uh, I got to tell you that. Yeah, that was uh, that was pre-COVID. I I, I haven't uh, really taken any clients out since before. You know, since since that time. So well, work on your uh, uh, work on your social media influencing skills. We got to let you go, brother. Have a great day and a happy holidays too. If you want gift certificates, find them at Stream Adventures on Facebook. Uh, Phil Lilly from Lilly's uh, Landing in Branson is going to be our next guest to go fishing a little further away from St. Louis on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
road again. It is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors with Mark Cox, Bo Matthews, and Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. This is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors brought to you by, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. Thank you for everybody that uh, introduced yourself over the uh, Black Friday and Thanksgiving weekend holiday shopping. Uh, gift cards are a great idea. If you're looking for something specific, always start with going to RazorbackArmory.com and get the directions, but I can tell you it's a half mile east of 270 on Manchester Road. Look for the word tennis. There's a tennis store right next to Razorback, you can't miss it. Nice. Yeah, get out there and uh, show them some love through the holiday season. We always appreciate that. Uh, by the way, you know, I said to Carl Middleman, uh, producer extraordinaire this Hi week, there. I said, uh, Carl, I think for Second Amendment Radio this week, people are looking ahead to 2022. They're planning their, their fishing and their hunting trips and all that stuff. We should find a guest who could help people with that if that was, if that was their plan. So I went in and I called my friend Alita over at Travelplex and I said, do you book hunting and fishing packages? And? And she said, no, but call my buddy Dennis O'Laughlin. And Dennis was a listener and he actually had a picture of me with him. And I didn't, I didn't know that at all. You're a big star around here. We all know. Thank you. Thank you. And he <laughs> said, what you need to do Uh-oh. is call... Phil Lilly from Lilly's Landing down in Branson, because a lot of people in St. Louis buy packages for Lilly's Landing. Wonderful. This is like kind of kind of going to the boat show, and there's not just boats. They have vacation packages. Yeah, exactly. So this is your virtual <laughs> boat show without the boats, <laughs> without the uh, parking, uh, and uh, maybe you can book a vacation here. So live from Branson, Phil, Phil Lilly. Lilly. Hey, Phil, welcome into the program. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're kind of roundabout way, but we're glad we found you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some phone problems today. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, yeah. we got you. We don't care. We got you. Uh, I've never yeah. heard of Lily's Landing Resort and Marina in Branson, uh, but I don't get to Branson that often. Uh, tell us about yourself. Well, we're, we've been here almost 40 years. Uh, we're on Upper Lake Tenicomo. It's a family-run resort, and um, we just love what we do and and help people have nice vacations here in Branson and on uh, Lake Tenicomo. Yeah. So you uh, do, do you provide fishing guides? I mean, how, what if somebody wants to come down there and plan a fishing trip? Um, all times of the year. What what are the uh, guidelines for that? Yeah, Lake Tenicomo, it's uh it's a year-round fishery because it's trout. The cold water doesn't bother them in the in the winter time. So we're we're busy year-round, fishing's good. Um we do book guides. Uh we also have a full-service marina where we rent uh, river johns, bass boats and pontoons. And uh full full-service fly shop and tackle shop so we can pretty much uh outfit anybody for for what we do is trout fishing so wow speaking of which i was just looking at your website here and you got a picture of a guy with a state record brown trout on there that that is impressive yeah uh that's bill babbler he's actually one of our guides (laughs) and uh yeah it was uh at the time and i i think there's been a, a brown caught in that weight class since in New Zealand, but at that time, I think that was the fourth largest brown ever caught in the world. 40 pounds, six ounces <laughs> on a pole and line. Yeah. Wow. I bet that was a good yeah. fight. 
Yeah, he caught that on uh, 6X Tippet, which is less than four-pound line. Whoa, I always love those stories. That just amazes <laughs> me. So is that was it mounted or thrown back? He died. Um, he he was caught in September, and an ox did in our lake is uh, a little low, and he didn't survive the fight. Oh, uh, no. We did try to revive him. We, we had a fish come in that year in February that uh, weighed 34 pounds and uh, we were able to release him and uh, but it was a state record at the time but Bill's fish at 40 pounds beat that 34 pound. So for people shopping for vacations there is another record being grown right now. (laughs) How do you revive a fish? Don't uh, don't go there don't go there yeah yeah we we need to go there. (laughs) Yeah I mean it was uh we was brought in quick. It was kept in the water. Um, we have a, a aerated tank at the dock just for big fish, for for reviving fish that are brought in that people want to catch and release. <laughs> and um, it was taken out of the water just for weighing purposes. Uh, we have an official scale there at the dock, and um, uh, we got it back in the lake just almost immediately. Uh, that's outstanding. We're talking. We're talking to Phil Lilly from Lilly's Landing down in Branson, there on Upper Lake Tunicomo, Tenicomo, and we're talking about planning your your trips for uh, for the New Year. So, so what? Um, I mean, what kind of demand do you have? Usually, you, do the week start filling up? What What's your heavy season? Uh, kind of give us some mm-hmm. guidelines there. Uh, Winter time's mainly weekend traffic. Um, so during the week is a great time to come because the lake's not busy and a little more availability for guides. Yeah. But um, in, in the last, uh, and I'm just going to say two or three years, the demands for guides have gone way up, and and there's probably a half dozen new guides on the lake, and they they get really busy. So, but we we do. If you call our office, we we do call around and uh, find a guide for you. Uh, you know, a lot of them will do two-hour trips, four-hour trips, six-hour trips. Most of them do don't do full days anymore. But um, uh, we can hook you up if you want to drown a night crawler or or fly fish or any place, anything in between. We have guides that specialize in all that. I think it's uh, it sounds like an, an awesome place. I grew up in southern Minnesota, and we would go up north to the Brainerd, Minnesota area, and our family would mm-hmm. take over an entire resort. Like you know, we'd go to these small mom and pop places. But it sounds like uh, you're lodging. You guys, you guys are a big facility. So are you getting uh, like corporate uh, outings and, and stuff like that? Team building, you might want to call it, uh, throughout the year. We do uh, mainly in the winter and spring. Yeah. A little bit in the fall, but uh, we do get those trips. Uh, we've got a pretty good-sized group of guys in right now that are, um, I think they're having some business meetings a little bit. But I, <laughs> I, see, them playing, I see them playing darts on the back deck um, and I and cornhole, and, uh, and they're fishing some. So, that's team building. Yeah, we have groups like that. That's team yeah. building is what that is. Exactly. I, th- I think that's outstanding. So tell us a little bit about the, the history of the resort, because I think there, there there's a great story there, too, about why you guys wanted to start this resort to begin with. Well, we, Marsha and I, my wife, uh, early on uh, decided that this is what we wanted to do. We wanted to have a, a family 
uh, oriented family run resort on a lake. We decided on Taney Como and uh, it took about two years to find uh, at that time uh, Rosa Darrell Resort, which was a real small resort run by a, a retired couple. And uh, we've expanded the operation uh, over 39 years now. And, um, and we have 27 units and uh, about a 400-foot dock. So it's it's expanded physically, but, you know, we we have a, a pretty large staff, um, quite a few family members still in the in the oh. business, which is awesome. Yeah, and because uh, they just, work cheap, like I said, we just <laughs> what we do. That's outstanding. You know, I I do love places like uh, you've got there. Phil, because, you know, for people that love going boating and don't own or can't own a boat for maybe they live in an apartment or whatever, this is where they can come out. And, and again, information on your website has it all, but you do boat rentals as well. Uh, and you can also make it to, uh, according to your frequently asked questions, one question I guess you get a lot is, can I reach the Branson Landing by boat from your dock? And the answer is? We got, it's four miles downstream, so yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's so it. Yeah. That's easy. Do you own a boat, Mark? I, I used to own a boat, and I'm one of those people that defied the story that the best day of your life is when you buy your boat and get rid of it. I hated getting rid of my boat, but I had a little baby, and it didn't have air conditioning, so I ended up selling it a few years ago. Here's the plan. <laughs> used go, to have a boat. Go rent a boat down at Lily's. <laughs> so, think, uh, yeah. Phil, yeah. Phil do, you get all, do you get the whole place dressed up for uh, the holidays uh, with lighting and, and uh, Christmas decorations? Well, actually, I do. My son and uh, he's got a couple of friends. They they went all out this year, and uh, the place is really lit up. Looks nice. I bet. I bet it's beautiful on the water at night. That that's a fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so uh, yeah. maybe it's uh, you can give us uh, an idea. Let's say somebody wants to plan a trip down there. Uh, do you break it down by the cost down by day, or does it just depend on what people want? Do they because you combine lodging and then uh, you know the guided fishing trips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Our rate is per night, and uh, we you know in different times of the year we're pretty flexible about when you want to go out fishing sometimes you plan ahead and in the morning you want to go out is uh, like 10 degrees and and you want to wait till later in the day to go out so you know we can uh, the guides adjust their times um, especially in the wintertime when we're not so busy in the summertime uh, they they book their days if they have the you know they might even book three or four or two hour trips in a day um, there's really that big of a demand for guides in the in the summertime, so they're a little bit less flexible. But yeah, you call us and and um, it's kind of a la carte. You you <laughs> pick what you want to do, and and we do our best to accommodate that. The website is lilieslanding.com. That's e y for Lily. Oh, lilieslanding.com. Yep. Yeah, com. So hopefully people can uh, get on there. It'll answer a lot of your questions, but uh, the key is uh, plan early, right? If you want to get the, a particular week or sometime during the uh, coming up of the spring. Yeah, we have um, uh, a lot of fishing tournaments in the wintertime where we're, you know, not 
maybe 100% full, but pretty close to full. And, uh, yeah, you got to call ahead, and, and uh, we've got a little space on our website that you can see our availability, what's open on certain dates or weekends. Yeah, and, it's actually um, it's actually really specific. I mean, it almost looks like uh, selecting your seats on a, on a plane. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, you, you've done a great job yeah. on, on your site. You really have, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's all you. Have a great staff. Have an awesome staff. <laughs> I had to pay back that. Oh, that was nice. It's all yeah. you. It's well, all we you. like that. We'll have to make it a point to stop down there and see you the next time we're in Branson. Uh, Phil, listen, we appreciate uh, you giving us some time, and I uh, hope hopefully we've given some people some good ideas on uh, how they can get away for a good fishing week or a weekend and uh, kind of take it easy down there. Well, I appreciate your time. and I, I uh, Yeah, it's awesome. KLX is a... Uh, is an awesome station. I'm very privileged to be on it. And once again, I want to thank Phil in this roundabout way because of Alita from Travelplex, who is also Denise Schaefer's travel agent. And then she sent me to Dennis, and then, therefore, we got Phil. So thanks to Alita Ackerberg and Dennis O'Laughlin for getting us involved with all this. Our pleasure. All right. Thank you. Uh Phil, have a have a Merry Christmas, sir. We appreciate it. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Pat Byrne from Responder Rescue. Uh, get an update on the final numbers of the gun raffle that uh, that you had on, Mark, which is uh, always exciting. And uh, we're also going to talk about the loss of yet another law enforcement officer this past week. It's coming up on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Welcome back into Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. And we've got on the phone right now uh, my friend Pat Byrne, who is with Responder Rescue. I'm sure he's appreciating the music as well. Pat, welcome into the program. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's good to have you on here. And I, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, uh, the success we had with our fundraiser recently. But before we get to that, because you work with our first responders all the time, I, I've got to just give our condolences again to the family of Officer Antonio Valentine. Ugh. What a tragedy this past week uh, with that accident in the line of duty, and it's it's just heartbreaking. Yes, it very much is, and that's uh, exactly where I used to work. <laughs> oh wow! Where they uh, had the wreck yesterday, right in Bell Fountain. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, I'm anxious to hear the details of how that came about because they were following. It was a high-speed chase, right? And then uh, yeah. there was a head-on collision. So I guess there were cops coming around. They, he was being chased by other police officers when he had had a head-on collision. That's so, the impression I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the other officer in the car was able to be treated and released. But you know, just just an example. Um, a couple of days after our fundraiser for Responder Rescue, and of course the Guns and Hoses fundraiser for Backstoppers. Yeah. Why we do what we do, right? Because uh, these people put their lives on the line every day for us. You're right, and you you put on a uniform, you go to work, you never know. 
Yeah, and every he was, day's different. He was a dad. It's just so sad. It's happening too much. And I mean, we can look at what's going on on the highways. I, I mean, you're on the road early, Mark, uh, so you probably don't see what I see. But when it's you know nine o'clock in the morning, I mean, it's like a NASCAR track out on the highway. These people are going so fast. A lot of times, there are temporary tags on it. I'm like, wh- wh- where are you going? What? Do you, how are you doing this? Any one of these mornings, there could be a high speed chase. But yeah. they're not. And yeah. and I don't know. This is just a, a very sad story, especially this close to the holidays. But, man, you guys did great on your uh, your fundraiser. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, I want to get to that in, in a minute. And, and on the way to get to that, I, I have to point something out here on our show. The, the night that this happened with Officer Valentine, one of my police officer friends called me, and he said a bunch of the officers who worked closely with Antonio are up at the FOP lodge there on Baxter. And he said, and, you know, they're, they're, they're all torn up over this. And uh, we're, I know we're going to be here a while. Is there any chance you know any restaurant owners who, who might send us some food up yeah. here? So I called my friend uh, Rosanna Espino from uh, Espino's Mexican restaurant down in the valley. Didn't even ask any questions. She said, where are they? Give me the address. Give me 45 minutes. And how many? And she went into her kitchen. And she prepared food for 25 people, and she drove it there herself and dropped it off. Wow. Amazing. it did, there are still good people around, and I, I want to give. I mean, uh, you know, I know I've known Roseanne for years, and she probably wouldn't want the publicity for that. She didn't ask for anything in return at all. But I want the public to know what she did because it it was above and beyond. And you know, you can pay her back by uh, going to her restaurant Absolutely. at some point, and buy gift certificates you. or something, yeah. gift cards. Uh, yeah. You know, and and those type of people like her are the ones that supported your gun raffle. And I mean. You blew it out of the water because your your prediction of how much you could raise well, was one number. He started with five. Yeah, no, I know the numbers. <laughs> I know the numbers. But where did that? Did you tell us that and how that wrapped up. Yeah. So so uh, had Pat and Lisa out there uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and uh, we we they announced the total that morning, and the check was I don't have a drum roll in front of me. Uh, thank you, twenty five thousand one hundred forty dollars. No! Wow, that's fantastic. Woo. It was awesome, and, and Pat, you know, I mean. We couldn't have done it without, obviously, the folks at the range uh, helping us out through all of this. And and you get that day we were up there. You gave me a few examples of, of what this money is used for. Maybe you could uh, go over a few of those for us. Um, yeah, it, you know, in the past, uh, every situation is different. You know, no two are the same for sure. And um, you know, when these accidents happen and, and things like this. You know, everybody, you know, St. Louis is such a giving town. Everybody's willing to, you know, step up, help out, do whatever they can. You know, if they can't make a donation to something, they, like you said, food, they'll do whatever it takes to help the first responders. And, um, you know, one of the things that we've learned is in the very beginning, everything's fresh. You know, these guys girls or whatever the incident happens or get sick you know you seem like you see everybody then but you forget about it after a year or two things like that and that's when people find out there are a lot more issues related to it you know besides being injured and after time your injury doesn't heal or different issues come up and uh 
the biggest thing we hear from people is they just feel forgotten about. And they're not. It's just part of the job. People move on and keep working and doing their thing. Right. But uh, that's what we find a lot of is later on, we find these people are in way more need later when everyone's gone. And we try to focus on these type of people and make sure that, you know, after their accidents or, you know, all the resources have run out, you know, how are you guys doing? What can we do to help you? What, uh, you know, there's different divisions of things we work with besides, you know, helping pay, you know, it could be a car payment, a house payment, something to get them through till they get their settlements or, you know, go back to work or whatever. It's a very fluid situation for each person. Well, uh, we appreciate you doing that because you're right. I mean, they, these things make the headlines and then they kind of drift away and then people are, are stuck. And, and it's um, you said you a long time ago when you first started this, Pat, you you, you learn quickly. You, you just you, you take the bill from them and you pay it. Right. That's how you do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We learned uh, pretty fast that it's it's way easier for us to take the bill from a person and pay that bill direct. Then there's no question that the bills are getting paid. Um, you know, there's no chance of, you know, somebody gets some money and just accidentally spends it or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we, we get that. And, and for, you know, do, I, I, we point this out all the time. You and I talked about it up at the range that day when they presented you guys with that check, um, the, the, what you're in, you are in a different lane from the folks at Backstoppers. I understand that uh, the the night this happened to Antonio Valentine when he lost his life in the line of duty, that uh, Backstoppers went over and wrote the family a check right then for ten thousand dollars to take care of immediate needs that they have. Right. And they they do that for the family and they pay tuition. They do all that for officers that are killed in the line of duty. Uh, we know those numbers because we hear them quite often. The number we don't hear as often are the officers who have been injured in the line of duty um, and, you know, or, or have PTSD or suffer from other things that cause them to miss work. And they, they're not as high profile of cases, but that's where Respond to Rescue steps in. Yes, very much. That's right. In our wheelhouse. And and even even if there is financial uh, assistance, I mean, there's there's also that opportunity uh, to uh, talk to those people that are are trying to heal or you know trying to get through something. You guys uh, have a crew, and and you're also looking for volunteers all the time. What kind of volunteers are you looking for? You know, it's um, we just we do a lot of different events to raise money throughout the year, mm-hmm. and you know, some people love to volunteer at different events for things or, you know, uh, help, you know, spread the word about an uh, event we have coming up or a fundraiser. There's all sorts of stuff. And uh, responderrescue.org, you can go to our website, look up there, send us a message, and uh, they'll be contacted and tell them what we have coming up and if they're interested in helping 
it's usually how we do it. Well, well, you know, I believe, uh, well, Giving Tuesday was this past Tuesday. Uh, Giving Week, is it the same week that's going on? But uh, I guess my point is, is if you are a private citizen that you want a, a tax write-off before the end of the year, if you're uh, a company, a restaurant, a business, you want to, you know, that final push uh, as you're looking at, uh, okay, maybe I didn't do enough earlier in the year. Now would be a good time to do that for you guys, right? Yes, yes. We've uh, we've received uh, a few different calls for the Giving Tuesday to, uh, this year. Fantastic. Well, good. Well, we, we appreciate all that you do, Pat. Glad we could uh, help you out. Uh, thanks to everybody, because I know some people who listen to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors also went and uh, bought some raffle tickets as well. Uh, we sold yep. a bunch of them, 25000 bucks. Glad that uh, that we were able to get something good accomplished during the month of November. <laughs> I think that was my prediction, yeah. wasn't it? I, yes. I, I, you said, <laughs> you uh, said this was early on, and I said 25000 So thank you for listening to me, people. <laughs> it's all me. Yes, it was all you. <laughs> Five times what Mark thought. Yeah, I know. It, it was a tremendous outpouring. And you know everybody that bought a ticket didn't think they were going to win. They they just knew it was going to a good cause. Well, there was one guy who thought he was going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy yeah. bought a lot of tickets. <laughs> yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Did he win? No. Oh, somebody yeah. you know? The, the, winner, the winner bought about $100 worth of tickets. One hundred dollars. Oh wow! Okay, ten dollars a piece. So, so it wasn't that guy, the one that buys just one. The guy I just that bought a one thousand. Ticket. One guy bought a thousand dollars worth of tickets. God bless him. I know. God bless fantastic. him. That's and fantastic. And maybe he didn't think he was going to win. He was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart. But I, right, you know, exactly. You know, he wanted to win. <laughs> He's the same guy that spends ten thousand on the uh, Powerball when it goes, it goes real big. <laughs> he was, see, he was two thirds of the way to buying the gun because the gun was worth about fifteen hundred. So, but we thank him anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pat Byrne, uh, thank yeah. you and Lisa for all you do in any way we can help out um, on this radio station, let me know. Oh, thank you. You guys are always wonderful to us. You bet. RespondersRescue.org. Make that uh, year-end donation there. It's real easy. Easy. Good stuff. Uh, Merry Christmas yeah. to you and Lisa. Thank you. Same to you guys. All right. Take care of yourself. Uh, but Pat Byrne, always good to talk to him. Does the yeoman's work over there at Responder Rescue. We love it. Awesome. Good show. Outstanding. Got to, got lots of good stuff out there for you today. Hope you have a great weekend. We will see you next week on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. talk.com all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time baseball isn't boring baby i'm rob bradford and every single day i'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game it's my podcast it's my passion it's a cause i started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is another fact so jump aboard the bib express follow and listen to baseball isn't boring presented by wasabi hot cloud storage on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts